0: Creating and repurposing content is great, but it only really works if your audience finds your content helpful. So how do you find out what they care about the most and what they really want solutions for? Well, you ask them. Listen on for eight really effective ways to ask your audience what they want and how to repurpose their answers into valuable content. you're listening to the content 10x podcast where it's all about content repurposing i'm amy woods and i'm here to help you maximize your content and find smart ways to get your message in front of more of the right people whilst also saving time let's get started Hello and welcome back to the Content 10x podcast. I'm Amy Woods, the founder of Content 10x. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about eight ways that you can ask your audience what they want so you can repurpose their answers into hugely valuable content that meets them exactly where they're at. Now, like I said in the introduction, as content marketers, we always want to be creating great content and of course, great repurposed content as well. And we must always ensure that our content is closely aligned with our audience's needs. If we're not giving our audience what they want or what they need, then we are going to be in a constant uphill battle when it comes to growing our audience and boosting engagement. We're putting all the time in, but it's just not clicking and the ROI isn't there. So how do we ensure that we are talking specifically to our audience and giving them what they want? Well, as I said, the simple answer is to ask them. There are loads of different ways to do this and loads of different channels to do this on. So in this episode, I'm going to cover why it's important to involve your audience in your content planning. Eight ways to ask them what they want and what to do when they answer. Now, before I get to the main content, just to mention, have you checked out the Content 10X Repurposing Effectiveness Scorecard? If you want to find out how your content repurposing strategy and efforts compare to others and get specific tips and advice on how to improve, then look no further than our scorecard. It's free, it's 21 quickfire questions and it takes around about three minutes. Just head to content10x.com forward slash scorecard and see how you get on. Okay, as I was saying, in order to create content that our audience wants to consume and position ourselves as the leading authority that we want to be known for, we need to understand who our audience are and we need to know what content we can create that will be really helpful to them. We need to do research and that can involve actually asking them. This is so important because if we involve our audience, we create relationships and build a community whilst positioning ourselves as someone or as the brand who is there to help. If our audience feels heard they are more likely to engage and an engaged and involved audience is more willing to move down the marketing funnel to that all-important final action stage. Another benefit is that if we know where some of our audience are, so not everyone, but where some of our audience are, and we get to know them and we manage to create content that solves the problems that they want us to solve using the right tone and the right terminology that they respond to and resonate with then we will attract a broader audience in doing so. We'll draw in all those ideal clients that didn't even know that we existed until we started to create content that's perfect for them. So now we know why it's so important, let's get straight into it. Here's eight ways you can ask your audience what they want. The first one I'm going to cover and these are in no particular order, but this is a nice and easy one is to run a poll on your social media platforms. People love answering questions. Everyone has an opinion and often aren't afraid to share it on social media and it's called social media for a reason. So make the most of the social and interactive features on the platforms. Keep your poll simple, quick and relevant with the option to elaborate on their answers as well. So there are poll features on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram within stories and reels where you can quiz your audience. Now, I think it's fair to say that LinkedIn polls do get a little overused on the platform. So don't start doing a poll a day or anything like that, but they are really useful and can be effective. Find out more of my ideas on this in episode 149. It's called Ask, Curate and Create, a genius way to maximize content. Just head on over to content10x.com forward slash 149. In that episode, I share how Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon use social media to poll their audience and ask questions and they build responses into their shows. So go check that one out. Okay, the second way to ask your audience If you want more in-depth responses, you could invite your audience to take part in a survey. Social media polls are obviously just a quick, simple way to ask a question or two, but a more in-depth survey allows you to ask multiple questions. You can allow for different types of questions like multiple choice or longer free form answers. And you can make the decision as to whether you want to gather data or not. And by that, I mean, get names and email addresses so that you can gather Leads and nurture them as well. So it's a really good idea to do that. Now, you might want to gamify your survey or find an incentive for people to complete it. Our Content 10x Repurposing Effectiveness Scorecard, which I mentioned earlier, is a great example of a survey in a way. It's a scorecard, but it's very much like a survey. It's a win-win situation because not only do we get loads of useful insight from our audience, but we also provide them with something in return because our scorecard gives people really valuable tailored feedback that relates to their answers. You can find lots more about scorecard marketing in our episode called Content Repurposing for Scorecard Marketing. So do go check that out at content10x.com forward slash 257. And if you don't go the scorecard route, there's lots of great software out there that you can use for your surveys. So for example, start really simple with Survey Monkey or just a good old Google form. So that's number two, a survey. The third place to ask your audience what they want is in the groups that they are a part of. I did a podcast episode called Five Ways to Dig for Content Gold. That was episode 261. And in it, I spoke about these groups more and how they are great for discovering what your audience wants. So head to content10x.com forward slash 261 for more on that. Now, when I talk about groups, there's Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, private membership groups, Discord slack communities all great places to ask your audience what they want if you run the group you have a lot of freedom obviously to jump in and ask the questions you want answers to as and when you need if you're a member of someone else's group so a group where your audience are and you are a member within that then it's important to stick to the rules of the group and don't come across like you're obviously doing research for your own purposes for your own content or even worse like you're selling so basically don't come across as divisive or self-serving group etiquette is the key here you don't want to get kicked out basically that's not good for content ideas you might get all the answers you need actually just by observing the conversations taking place without even asking too many questions. The fourth effective and more intimate way to reach out and speak to your audience is to arrange calls or one-on-one chats with a small subset of engaged people who you trust and who you know will provide the insights you are looking for. It sounds so obvious, but how often do you jump on a call with your existing customers or engaged members of your audience to find out what problems they have right now? Now, this isn't a high volume idea, but it's likely to glean quality and in-depth feedback. Number five is similar. You could consider running a focus group. This will also provide in-depth insights into your audience's wants and needs and the problems that they have and the help that they are looking for. If you go this route and you run a focus group, ensure that everyone invited has a clear understanding of what you want to cover during the session. Provide lots of space for discussion. Be prepared to moderate it effectively so everyone isn't talking over each other. And you'll want to record the focus group so you can play it back and pick out all the key themes that emerge. You can work with external organisations who run focus groups for you. So that's something to consider as well getting in someone who would run the focus group or a facilitator so one-on-one conversations are good but you might find different topics emerge when people talk in groups similar to the survey and one-to-ones you're asking for the time of others so think about how you can incentivize and reward them for taking part Number six is to run a live stream. Now, I know for some, this might sound intimidating, but for others, this is totally within your comfort zone. So you obviously need to go with what you think is best for you and your audience. The great thing about a live stream is that it provides more ways to interact with viewers than almost any other type of content, really, since it's more two-way. It's a one-to-many as well, with no geographical limitations. You can run live streams on LinkedIn youtube facebook instagram you could host a live space on twitter if that's where your audience happen to be lots of options available it depends on where your audience tend to be and the channels that you focus on To ensure that you get the level of interaction that you want if you run a live stream, make sure you warm up your audience beforehand, send them tips and hints about what you'll talk about, deliver value during your live stream, and give them time to think about questions they may have. Treat it like a conversation more than a formal presentation, and your audience will feel way more comfortable and perhaps then more willing to share. You could run live streams occasionally, maybe just annually or every once in a while, or you could make it a regular thing like running a weekly or monthly live stream. Then number seven, you could ask your email subscribers. Email marketing has so many benefits, but possibly one of the biggest is that it gives you a direct relationship with an audience and that audience were already willing to give their email address to you and have you in their inbox every week or however often you email them. You don't have to be overly formal. You could just occasionally ask questions in your emails and invite a reply by just simply saying hit reply reply to this email and let me know what you think. For example, ask them what is the one thing that you are struggling with right now? Or how about what is the biggest question you want answered right now? Then as I said, encourage them to respond by replying to your email. And the people who reply to your email may just be the ones that you invite to jump onto a call with you for more of a one-to-one conversation. And remember, if you help them, and they help you too. Then this is a nice reciprocal arrangement. Other options are to include a poll or more in-depth survey. I've already covered this, and I mentioned you could use tools like SurveyMonkey or Google Forms, whatever works best for you. But then you could deliver this survey to your email subscribers. So that's another idea there. And then for number eight, It's a great idea to always ask at the end of your longer form content, what your audience would like to see, hear or read about next. So what I mean by this is finish off a blog post or video or podcast episode by asking the question, you know, thanks for showing up guys. I'd love to know what else you'd like me to cover. Please comment, tweet, email, give them a specific way that they can respond to that and make it easy for people to respond. Of course, it's important that you then respond and interact with the comments that you receive as well. Let your audience know that they are heard and how much you value their input. Now, of course, no Content 10x podcast episode would be complete without a repurposing angle. And I'm sure by now you know exactly what that is. But all of these responses, interactions and suggestions from your audience are perfect repurposing material, providing you with exactly what you need to inform your content going forward. Our audiences grow and change over time, so we can never assume we know exactly what they want unless. Unless we ask. So there you have it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're looking for help when it comes to content repurposing, our services at content 10 X may be just what you need. We provide a fully end to end done for you video and audio repurposing service, whether you have or want a weekly podcast or video show run regular webinars virtual events, thought leadership content, we can help. Just head to content10x.com to find out more. Go to the show notes to find the links to everything I've mentioned in this episode, and please subscribe to our weekly newsletter become a content 10x insider. Just go to content10x.com forward slash newsletter where you'll get weekly news, tips, repurposing advice, and more. We're at content10x on all the social media channels. So wherever you hang out, please do follow us there and do connect with me on LinkedIn as well. I'm Amy Woods, founder of content10x. And when you connect, tell me that you listen to the podcast. That would be fantastic. And following on from what I said in this episode, of course, I'd love to know what you want to hear more of from me and the rest of the Content 10X team in our content. So please do let me know via any of our social media channels or hit reply to our weekly email if you are a Content 10X insider. Okay, so that's a wrap. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.